Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. We are coming to you again. Here we go. This is a big night for us. I'm here with my boys, my bros, my esteemed colleagues. I feel like I've left that out the yeah, last few weeks. Sometimes. It's been a while. Uh, uh, it's important, though, because we are, and we are back again uh, we are actually recording on Christmas Day. I'm not going to say Merry Christmas to everybody again because I did that last week, but I hope my boys here, hope you all had a great Christmas Day. I know I did. But we have a very, very big night ahead of us because it is season two, episode nine. It is the Badness Madness finale, motherfuckers. Woo-woo. Uh, uh, let's go. Woo. All right. Uh, we are going to find out. Here it is. Who the greatest movie villain in history is. Yes, sir. And, and, and like I've told you most weeks, we are esteemed movie critics. So mm-hmm. what we say goes. So whoever yeah, wins this correct. tournament tonight, that means they are the best movie villain of all time. No it's matter actually what. Sci- yeah. It's science, actually. It, it yes. is. It is. Uh, that that so that is what we are doing tonight. We are doing our we have eight villains left. We're doing the the evil eight, the I don't know what the fuck we're calling the final four and that, whatever it is that. And then we're yeah. doing the championship. Let's call them. Let's call them. Let's call them the fucked up four. I'm, I think nice, we said that. AJ. I think we've said that in the past, the evil eight, the fucked up four, and then just the championship to decide the best villain in the history of movies, because we have that say. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, because I don't think anybody else has ever like technically claimed that fame besides us no one's ever said no we're we're the ones we're the ones we are saying we're the ones Mm -hmm. we're the ones who decide this shit and we're gonna fucking hash this out tonight and it's gonna be a lot of fun but of course like always i have to go around the panel and introduce my boys my uh my again my esteemed colleagues uh of course we have to start it off with my co-founder my coo my big bro who i had a very nice uh scallop and prime rib dinner with today it was lovely, AJ. That was that, that was really really a lot of fun. Indeed, indeed. He is of lovely. course he is he is of course the hot shot banker, Mr. Andrew Sherry. How you feel about badness madness tonight, brother? I feel really good about it. Um, I was looking over the brackets, and um, yeah, there's a Cinderella story in there, but I feel like most of these matchups are going to be very hotly contested yeah yeah like uh most of our podcasts go like a good 90 minutes um this one there's only seven matchups technically all together but this could take us that long to get through all these because there's going to be some some very heated discussions and we'll get into the tiebreakers and everything like that once uh once we get through the introductions just so everyone knows what's going on but we have to we have to finish the introductions it's one of the most important parts of the show (laughs) so let's talk to my other big bro my social media mogul, the uh, he's a producer, I think, these days. I don't know. We keep changing the titles around. But other than uh, Big Bro, his most important title, 
in the movie council, the chief boy toy, Mr. Daniel Sherry. What's going on with you tonight, kid? What is up? Excited to get into this tonight. Mm. Like, uh, you know, we got a lot of feedback on social media, got a lot of people talking and hearing different points of view. And I guess like some of the stuff I saw on social media, I'm quite surprised with how popular some of these villains are. Same. Same. Yeah, like I was blown away by some of this feedback. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to get to it and, and talk about this. This is going to be a fun one tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. And DP, um, what I think the best thing to do is if we do run into a 2-2 tie, uh, then we'll say what the result of uh, the social media was. I have it all tallied up here. We'll use it if necessary. We'll talk about it at some point regardless, but yeah. we'll use it if necessary. All right. Now, without further ado. Here we go. I know you guys. I know you feel it. It's electricity. I know you guys can feel it. Let's swing it on down to Charlotte. We are going to talk to my boy, my art director, my security director, the director of colored pencils, but most importantly, the sexy, sultry, handsome, smooth-talking, bearded Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, man? How are you tonight? I'm good, man. I appreciate that, as always. Thank you for the introduction. Mm-hmm. And uh... DP was tickled by that one. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him getting excited before, like when he was wrapping his thing up, I could see him like getting ready and excited for my introduction. Um, no, I'm good, man. And I've got this, uh, this fixed blade knife that I got for Christmas. So I won't be making the same noises like I do with my folding pocket. Yeah, Marky, have you ever have you ever considered like a fucking fidget spinner or something like that? Like, why does it have to be a weapon of war? Like, what is that? No, this is like, uh, you know, I could use this to cut Look, tomatoes. A Mar- weapon of war, Marky, Marky, Mark. Also, Marky, it's Maybe. not so much the sound. It's not so much the sound. It's you bringing a weapon to work. That's a big part company. of it. Well pass and brandishing it <laughs> a friend, uh, my, my friend uh, honestly my friend madison w- a few weeks ago was like who keeps trying to light that fucking lighter that's what it sounds like it yeah. sounds like the that whatever the that knife. flint whatever the fuck that's called yeah yeah that's what it sounds zippo like. right that's, that's me opening and closing a, a pocket knife just like a, a, a an insane person right but now yeah. you have one that you're not even going to open what are you going to do with it just kill someone like uh, how, how are you going to keep your use keep it like a fidget spinner so I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Amazon your ass if so like a, a, a basket of fidget spinners because you oh. clearly need it. I can just picture Marky like sitting there, like Alex Forrest, flipping the light on and off <laughs> as he's playing yeah. with the knife. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, he's, he's that level of butterfly. Right? <laughs> um, all right. So before we get into badness, madness, I want to talk a little bit, uh, very briefly about last week. Um, and I only want to talk about that because it apparently it apparently was my turn to get silly ass drunk last week. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm good this week. Uh, me and AJ, like I said, we had a very nice a very nice dinner earlier. Uh, it's lovely. Yeah, I did prime ribs, Garden, scallops, green, lovely. yeah, green <laughs> beans. Uh, Mom made au gratin potatoes. It was a really nice. It was a nice little nice little thing. Um, so I'm feeling good tonight, and we did have some wine, uh, but I'm, I'm feeling good this evening. I'm not, I'm not hammered like last week, but what I did realize about last week when I listened to the podcast back, one thing I was very impressed with myself was, uh, even though I was the legless drunk, I don't slur drunk, apparently. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, very, that's very strange. That's, um, I, I, I can never quite 
even really tell you're drunk until you're too far gone because you're right. able to keep your words together really well. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre. I mean, it's clearly the words of, of a professional drinker, uh, what's going on here. Uh, but I did realize some things about myself last week when I listened to the podcast back because I don't, in all honesty, in real time, I didn't remember much of it. Uh, <laughs> but when I listened to it back, I realized a couple of things. One, when I'm drunk, I talk a lot. Uh, two, I swear a lot. And three, I make a lot of incest jokes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. What the hell was that all about? You know, you do that sober, too, though. <laughs> that is true. Actually, now that you bring it up. Shit. You're absolutely right. I might need to speak to a therapist at some point. Uh, no, that's what the podcast is for. Yeah, that is true. Maybe we'll just have a whole episode of me airing my grievances to you guys. and <laughs> You guys trying to figure out what the fuck is wrong with me. That might take like a whole season. Yeah. But uh, I digress. Before we get into Badness Madness, anybody, any, anybody got anything? Anybody want to say anything? Any weird um, things going on with you? It's Christmas. Everybody have a yeah, you know, Christmas was lovely. Um, thank you guys for, I know we weren't originally planning on recording tonight, but I'm glad you guys were uh, all open and down for doing it because I'm, I'm in a good mood. You know, I had a good Christmas and uh, found myself with some free time starting to wind down, but I'm not ready to call tonight. So I'm glad Fuck you guys no. are up. Oh, we, we get we got a big one ahead of us. So uh, before we get into it, DP, do me a favor and drop our social media just in case any, anybody wants to talk to us. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram. We do most of, mostly on Instagram, but we're on Twitter as well. We are at Movie Council Pod. And uh, if you want to send us an email, it's moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And uh, if you're you know, if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, give us a, a rating of five stars and uh, and give us a write a review. It's very, very helpful to the podcast and we greatly appreciate it. And but we like to read the reviews on uh, on air as well. So, you know, keep them coming. Like, yes, you did you... Thai, Thai Tickler 69. Yes. And at the, the Booker yeah. Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, bearded thigh tickler sixty nine without question is the greatest username on any platform that's ever existed, uh, and we'd love to hear from more. you guys. I mean, you get you guys you guys get to be on the podcast just by sending us an email, so do it. Um, so let me just do a quick recap. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the f- past matchups and everything like that, but let me do just a, a quick uh, recap on what Badness Madness was. We started off with 64 villains, March Madness college basketball style, uh, seedings one through 16 in four different categories, uh, which were uh, sci-fi fantasy, realistic action, comedy, and then biographical slash period pieces. Uh, we withered that down now into eight left. So obviously two in each category, and we did that through going around the panel and voting who we thought the best villain was. If we ran into two to two ties, being that there are four of us, we uh, did the voting on social media, on our personal Facebooks, on our Instagram. Uh, we tried it on Twitter, but Twitter's a fucking cesspool. I'm done with Twitter, by the way. Let's just let's yeah. get our get, get off Twitter. It's uh, I've had enough. I only use Twitter to try and harass celebrities to try to come on the podcast. Right. <laughs> and it, it doesn't work. So it's useless. Yeah. Just you disable know, the account. I need to disable my Twitter. Mark Hamill just spoil alerted the uh, ending to the most re- or the last episode to the Mandalorian. Yeah, like, oh, I heard sucks. that. I heard yeah. that. 
What and an I don't asshole. even follow. I don't even follow Mark Hamill. The, but the Twitter algorithm, yeah, thought it was necessary for it neither to pop does up on my the other three hundred and thirty million people in this country. Yeah. Fuck that guy, right? <laughs> and I watched He's that show. And it goddamn spoilerated me. Sorry, I know that sucks. Um, yeah, that can we just say real quick though? That fucking finale was magnificent. It was still the Holy tits. Holy shit! Yeah. I don't watch any of that. Woo! However, DP, I'm uh, giving you a directive. Dismantle our fucking Twitter account. I hate Twitter. <laughs> You know what? It, I agree. Don't go on parlor uh, either. That sucks just as bad. Okay. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the conservative Twitter. That's no oh Jesus. Of. Don't go on it. That sounds awful. It's the worst. It's almost as bad as Twitter. But anyways, um, so we've narrowed it down now to uh to eight. Um, and we so what we did this week, which was different than in the past, what we we're doing in the past was um, if we had a tie, a two to two tie after the podcast was over, we would go and ask our social media uh, to vote so we could break the tie. But since this is the finale tonight, we're doing it all. We preemptively did these votings and we do have uh, votings on all four of the uh, final uh, eight villain matchups. And then after that, we'll just kind of have to wing it. We'll figure it out. It's going to be a lot of arguing, a lot of fighting, but we're going to get through it. Uh, we have that all tabulated. We'll get to that if we need it. Okay. So should we stop fucking around and just do it? Yeah. Let's drum do it. roll. Like, yeah. that, was, that was bad. That sounded, you sounded like a cat purring. Right there. I, yeah. that, there we go. That, no, that actually sounded like a better <laughs> purr. That's all it was. But, uh, all right. So the gloves are off. AJ just did something weird. I don't know what that was. I just <laughs> I'm practicing my coin flipping. I thought you were juggling <laughs> chocolate drops. I yeah, I thought you had one of those edibles you got me with Secret Santa. I think that was. Uh... <laughs> All right, and uh... yeah. I, by the way, that's another thing. Randomly, this uh, Christmas, it, now that we have so many dispensaries open in Massachusetts, a lot of marijuana was given as gifts. <laughs> yeah. like between yeah. our house at Nicole's house, like a, a lot of. Gifts of marijuana. This Dude, that Christmas. sounds fucking awesome. I was gonna say, oh, Mark, yeah, it's great. When, when when is that going to get down to North Carolina? I mean, man, North Carolina likes to think that it's. I think it's the the, the lobbyists are just stronger down here. It is yeah. some real conspiracy bullshit down here. South Carolina is going to get weed before North Carolina does, and they're backwoods as fuck. Yeah, yeah I'm fucked Stop. up, bro. So. We just doing this? Are the gloves off? We're just going to do this right now? Yeah, let's drop them. Let's start right. this. Here we go. In our first Evil oh, 8 God. matchup. Here we go. I know this is going to be... This might this might be the hardest one of the four, so we just get it out of the way, all right? Yeah. This is going to be... And let me quickly... Um, let me run through the journey for each guy, all yes. right? We have the number one seat. And by the way, number one versus number two. So my again, my seating... Kind of money, if you really think right. about that's it. Good. Right? That's good there. So we have the number one seed, Darth Vader, who has defeated Ra's al Ghul in the first round, Michael Myers in the second round, and the Xenomorph in the third round. I mean, that's... that's that was that's, a good fight. Yeah, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. <laughs> He's the number one. He is taking on the Heath Ledger Joker, who has defeated Bane in the first round. He defeated the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator and last week knocked off uh, Dan's butt. Uh, hey. Thanos. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean, <laughs> I didn't mean that. Uh, Thanos. So this week we have the number one Darth Vader taking on the number two Heath Ledger Joker who have knocked off some fucking animals on the way to yeah. the evil eight. 
I'm going to start this one with AJ tonight. AJ, talk to me about this matchup. Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> I almost wish I got picked last because I feel like I'm I'm going to have to fight for for this. But We all you feel know, this way. Yeah, I'm going to have to fight for this. But so I'm basing my – we've said so much, and if you've if, – if our, our faithful listeners have listened to our previous episodes, we've talked – ad nauseum about these two villains that are i think very evenly matched right Mm -hmm. and they were the one and two seats so to tw's point they made it through to where they they're they're where they should be right now right they're Mm -hmm. in the the find the regional finals i guess you'd want to call it yes um so i'm gonna base this on just the fact that i believe that two things one Heath Ledger absolutely it was like the role of a lifetime Mm -hmm. and I don't think anyone's played that character even close to I mean I know Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for it but I don't think he stands up to what Heath Ledger did in my opinion and and I'm a humongous fan of what he did and he was just so terrifying and unpredictable and just you know the whole I want to let the world burn and although he's going up against an iconic villain in Darth Vader who to DP's point I think it was the last time we went over this the story is about Darth Vader it's his story yeah but I would argue that the Joker he made a Batman story about him with his performance. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for Joker. Okay. On, on those bases. All right. DP thoughts, feelings, emotions. Yeah. This one's really tough for me as well, because what uh, Heath Ledger did was just special. And that character and that movie was like just the quintessential villain, you know, like every, for every yin of Batman, he was the yang. And it, it was amazing. He did such a great job. And, you know, and it had an impact. Like, if you remember for, like, the following years after that, how many people dressed as the Joker for Halloween, mm-hmm. you know? And it was, it. if you dress as the Joker for Halloween, you it's dressed still, like Heath Ledger's Joker. It's, it yeah. still happens. Right. Yeah. And, uh... But you look at Darth Vader and like he's just so iconic as a villain. So it's like, like it's tough for me because I look at Vader as a more iconic one, but I kind of enjoy watching, you know, the Joker more. So I really it, it's hard to say, but I I'm just going to have to lean towards it just because he's lasted longer and he had more movies to prove himself. And I think that's why he became more iconic. I'm going to have to give it to Vader. But like like I said, it's a tough one for me, but I'm going to go with Darth Vader on this. Okay. One to one. Marky, what do you think? Um, first of all, I just now noticed um, the way that AJ and DP kind of lean in, in these matchups. Um, AJ 
likes to kind of focus on what the actor did for the role and the performance and what kind of, you know, lasting legacy they left. And then DP, I feel like is focusing a lot on what came out of that character in the future, whether it be franchise or subsequent movies, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but both valid points. Um, you know, those, those are both uh, things to consider when thinking about these villains. And it goes without saying that at this point, everyone that we have left here is a fucking powerhouse. So it's obviously a very tough one to call. And TW, your bracket worked very well here. We got the number one versus the number two. We mentioned that. Um, when I was first looking at this, I was uh, thinking about Darth. But again, you know, my feelings during all of these since the beginning is I can't, I know we're not doing this. This, the, These aren't the, it's not like Darth Vader versus Joker in a one versus one battle. Right. But I can't help, like, that's what keeps my mind just goes to instantly. And I have to like pull away and just think about them and their independent uh, movies and their universes, what they're doing in their place. And so when I zoom out and look at them independently, I feel like Darth Vader is an excellent, like a, a general, a, a mastermind of the battlefield. And it's just incredibly powerful. The Joker I feel like it's just an insanely good person at being insane. <laughs> and what kind of what uh, AJ was uh, touching on, I feel like there's no Batman without the Joker. He is such a good villain that he makes Batman a, a better superhero. So as AJ was giving his spiel, I don't know if he was intentionally doing this, but he started to wane me over to that side. So I'm going to throw my vote into the Joker. Wow. 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 I was honestly, Marky, I was not expecting that. I thought this was going to be a, a hard fight here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let me just say, I've mentioned this in pretty much every matchup we've talked about with Darth Vader. I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. However, I do give a lot of respect and credit to that character for what he DP stopped shaking your fucking head. Listen for a minute. All right. Try to listen for a minute. I'm listening. Try to understand where we're coming from here. (laughs) These are four esteemed colleagues and two of them have given some very, very good uh, information that you should try to understand here. And I'm going to pile onto that about the fact that, Darth Vader is an institution in the movie industry. I get that. Absolutely. I get that. And um, he's made that Star Wars franchise billions of dollars. And it's he's iconic. I, absolutely. But something, um, something you said, DP, about, uh, you know, all the movies he did and all, you know, he did this one, he did this. Well, you know, the Heath Ledger Joker may have eventually done way more. He might have become this amazing villain, but he's fucking dead. 
Swan and, song. Yeah. And for me, look, I know you're taking one movie up against what, however many fucking Star Wars movies there are now. I get it. But for me, and Marky was mentioning how, uh, you know, DP, you know, tries to talk about how much, you know, uh, a villain means to a movie franchise. AJ's more into the performance. I'm into both. And for me, the performance is better. And I thought when you look at the newer Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale, Batman movies, this was by far the best one. And it was the best one because of the Joker. I have no problem with Christian Bale. It's my boy. And I love Christopher Nolan. I love everybody else in it. But in any of those, those three movies, it is not even fucking close who the clear star is. And that's 100%. the Heath Ledger Joker. And, and, it, he, yeah. and he's not the only one that's donned that costume, right? Jack Nicholson did it for crying out loud. And Heath Ledger stands above. He did. Yeah, I don't, Heath yeah. Ledger stands above all of them. And I don't think it's close, to be honest. I don't think it's close as far as Jokers go. This matchup is razor, razor fucking thin. And social media might be mad at us over this. But for me... It's the Heath Ledger Joker. He moves into the final four. Nice. DP, dry your fucking eyes, all right? You haven't looked up once since I was talking. And I'm getting upset. I'm getting upset. Reading what? Social media. I, I, what, you think I'd lie? No. Do you think I'd lie? No, I was just getting the numbers for myself. I tallied the numbers already. You're trying to tell me. And you see Vader won. He did. He did. What, do you think this is like a Dominion voting system all of a sudden? I was hoping so. No, he did win. He did win handily. He did. But those people that voted, as much as we love them, that they support us and listen to the podcast, those are not esteemed movie colleagues, right? Well, you know, in my uh, gut reaction was to go to uh, Darth Vader, and it wasn't an easy decision to come back over to the Joker. But when I, like I said, I zoomed out and thought about what they each did, Darth Vader, I just feel like the Joker is more evil more of a mastermind more he's just a uh, this is the the worst of the villains right he is a worse villain right right like batman has tons of enemies right lots of villains and the joker is like his arch nemesis like that's him so to so so for ledger so so the joker is an iconic villain yes it's just that skywalker only needed one villain though Darth Vader's so good, he doesn't need extra dad. villains. Yeah, he's got dad problems. Yeah, but I mean, also, but at the same time, the Joker ledger there also spawned another villain in Two-Face from his actions. So, DP, listen. And I Harley understand. Quinn. I mean, yeah. well, not in this, not in the Heath Ledger right. universe, but yeah. D- DP, I understand you're upset, okay? I get it, all right? But at the end of the day, not everyone is a fucking Star Wars nerd, okay? And you need to, you need to move on, all right? Do I've need- moved on. You're the only one still talking about it. I can see your face, DP. I can I'm see it. Working <laughs> on what? Right. Writing stuff down for the podcast. <laughs> he's plan. He's planning an uprising. I yes, know. I this- I no, that's what I mean. That's that. That's what I'm getting upset I'm, about, AJ. I'm, I'm marking the guy. time so I can go in and edit in and make it so Vader wins. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I knew. I knew. Smart. I've known this guy my whole life. When he's silent, we have a problem. Like, I know that. Smart. Yeah. Well, DP, I am sorry, but I'm very happy. You know, DP, I I thought it was going to be me and you, Darth, and then 
joker on the other I, side, and then we're going to yeah. go to the uh, internet votes. But once AJ started talking about the Joker and Heath Ledger, I just it, it pulled me. It's like a tractor beam. All right, so that's that. That, that matchup's done. All right, let's move into realistic action now. This is an interesting one because we have our one Cinderella story here who's made it into the evil eight. This was a, a 13 seed, right? Am I crazy? I'm yes. Just, I, I'm dying for you to go to Marky first. I'm going to. Oh, believe me. Because we me. all know. <laughs> we, trust me. Uh, I got the 13 seed, Alex Forrest, Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction, who has knocked off some animals on the way. Norman Bates in the first round. Buffalo Bill in the second round, and this bitch beat Hannibal Lecter in the uh, what? What did we end up calling it? DP the bunch of cunts sixteen. Yes, bunch okay. of cunts sixteen. Yes, yeah, yes. So she 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 knocked off some some heavy heavy hitters. She's taking on the number two Hans Gruber, um, Alan Rickman from Die Hard, who has defeated Patrick Bateman, Don Logan, and Annie Wilkes along the way. Some, some, yep, that last, that last one especially impressive. That was a that was a battle. That was a real battle. So now we're into this this matchup now. So it's Alex Forrest, Hans Gruber. Now for the last three uh, episodes of Badness Madness, we've gotten a little irritated with Marky because he hadn't seen Fatal Attraction, but Marky has seen Fatal Attraction now, and so Marky, I need to start this with you. Marky, how you doing, Marky? Your matchup. What do you think, Alex Forrest versus Hans Gruber? Okay, I wish I would have watched this movie a little bit sooner because I don't think that she should have beat uh, her previous matchup. Okay, um, you know it's she was a great scary person, I guess. You know that was a nasty person to go against, but she's no master mind. In the end, she's just a crazy fucking broad, mm. and. Mm-hmm. Who was, it was uh, oh Hannibal Lecter. How did the fuck did she beat Hannibal Lecter? Because Hannibal Lecter's in the movie for nine fucking minutes. That that, okay. that was what what got me. Yeah. So AJ goes off of performance. DP goes off of how many movies came after them, and TW <laughs> goes off of how much screen time they had. Slightly, yeah. That's one of that's one of the criteria. That's one of the criteria. Definitely. <laughs> wow. Um, what do you go I, off of? What do you go think, off of? Genius. I think, mine has, tell me. I think mine has a lot of merit. I, I go off of just a logical look. Yeah, who would win in a how... fight is what he goes off of. <laughs> yeah, I really do. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. Of. See, that's ridiculous. <laughs> One-on-one. Hannibal and I, I actually Alex think Alex Forrest would actually give Hans Gruber a good fist fight. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, and even uh, Hannibal Lecter. No, you know, she's she is a, uh, a scary person, but her, her like... I guess as a villain, she does well because she's unassuming at first, right? She's mm-hmm. a pretty face. Right. Um, and she, a lot of her body language and just uh, what she does and says comes off as a normal. And so she weaves her way into this, these people's personal lives. And then just ends up attacking them with a knife and killing their pet and calling his house phone and stuff. Hans Gruber is an international criminal that is breaking into uh, high-rise buildings in major U.S. cities with a 
a whole gang of criminals. When it comes to villains, you know, one's just a, a shitty person that you hope you never meet. The other one could raise a small army and take over a town or a city or worse, you know? So Hans Gruber all day for me. I did like the movie and I'm glad that I ended, ended up watching it. Um, it was shot well and it was nice. Um, I, you know, that what was like early eighties, I think 84. I think the movie was done. They overplayed the uh, zooming in effect a little bit too much, but the movie is a thriller. So it kind of played. Um, let's go with AJ next. All right, I'll, I'm going to give Al. I feel like this is a, a slam dunk, so I'll give Alex her just to specifically Glenn Close, Marky the performance. You know, it was it was um, you know steeped in realism. Um, you know, not that we've all been stalked, but we you know we all know that there's that can happen to people like that sort of stuff, and it is scary. So I think she she put that into perspective like that her performance put that sort of situation into perspective in such a way like i just thought she was tremendous in the role however um i just of course it's christmas time so i watched die hard again recently and um yeah once again i love alan rickman as hans gruber i think he's uh i think i think hans for me is the vote and i think i will say though for hans he might have trouble in the next round for me, for my yeah. own vote. Yeah. All right. We'll because there, there, you know, he did let John McClane run roughshod all over the Nakatomi <laughs> building. And he killed one of the dudes who was the brother of the other dude. The other dude had such the bloodlust for revenge. AJ? And Hans couldn't control Hans couldn't control him that well. AJ, save it. Save it for the next round. All right. Because I have a feeling. So it's he's getting Hans. Hans. Uh, I have a feeling he's getting through. Although I, and this only is probably because I've had um, a lot of very, very bad personal experiences in this movie, like Michael Douglas felt in fatal attraction. Um, I love Hans Gruber. He's fucking stud. Like I told you, I think he's, he's the, he, he's actually the main character in Die Hard because DP, he died hard at the end. Remember that. (laughs) Remember that. Okay. Um, and he's amazing and he's a cold calculated cunt. Uh, but for me, I, and I saw fatal attraction when I was young. Um, and to this day, it still scares the fucking pants off me. So my, my vote is Alex Forrest. Wow. DP. Wow. You know, the thing with Alex Forrest is, like it, it, it is someone you actually feel like, like it feels like it's something that could happen to you. Yeah. You know, like being stuck in Nakatomi Plaza. That's, you know, I, I'm never in a fucking high rise. So that's not that that would be me. awesome though, yeah. wouldn't it? Well, that oh, would, it would be LA, fun, right? A few yeah. drinks. <laughs> but, but, you know, the chance of that happening LA, is very few laughs. Yeah. <laughs> the chance of meeting a fucking crazy bitch actually pretty good. So, oh, yeah. It's like every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this is a contest Forrest, of who is the most like believable villain, though. That, no, that's true. That's true. Right. We just had Darth Vader versus the Joker. All right, oh, Marky, 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 I'm not Marky, mute yourself right, again. That was a sci-fi <laughs> fantasy. This category Good. is realistic action. Yeah. Okay. Go, go back to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
what makes Alex Forrest so scary is that feeling of like, oh my God, that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. What makes Hans Gruber scary is like his aura and like everything about him. Like I said, brought up briefly last week uh, talking about Christmas movies, like Hans Gruber's entrance is just so badass mm-hmm. and his exit is just so badass. Like mm-hmm. he, you know, it, he's a great, great villain from beginning to end. And like I said, I love Alex Forrest and I was pleasantly surprised with how many people voted for Alex Forrest mm-hmm. on social media. Like I'm surprised, like she got a lot of people really like her. And which was a lot was on my Facebook page, which goes to mm. show the amount of crazy women that I associate with. Just, yes. just to throw that out there. <laughs> so I love Alex Forrest. I'm glad she got this far, but as far as movie villain goes, like Hans Gruber is kind of cream of the crop and he gets my vote. Yeah, DP, if I'm being really honest with you, I was, if this went to like a 2-2 tie, I would have switched it to Hans. I uh, I just wanted to give Alex some love because she right. she really, she's made it this far and she's been, she really is an incredible she's villain. A great villain, yeah. She's, she's scary. So Dude, the insane. fucking boiling in the bunny. God, she's damn. out of her fucking mind. Yeah. I mean, like, and it's all Michael Douglas's fault. Let's be honest. He's a such yeah. an mm-hmm. asshole. But, He's uh, a shit. I'm happy she made it as far as she did. That was our last Cinderella story, which is done. Uh, I'm happy she made it that far. I hope in the in the future when we continue to do these tournaments, we get those kind of those type of uh, underdog stories because it's a lot of fun. But yeah, no, you guys are right. Even though I went Alex, that was not a hill that I would have died on. Marky, I stole that from you, and <laughs> uh, I, I would have been very very fine with Hans Gruber winning. And I am happy Hans Gruber versus the Heath Ledger Joker next round, I think is going to be a really fun one, which we'll get to in a few. All right, boys. So we are halfway through the Evil Eight. We are now into our biographical period pieces uh, matchup for the Evil Eight. And we have, again, my rankings were pretty good because we have the one versus the two, the Hans Landa, Chris Waltz, from Inglorious Bastards, who defeated Al Capone, uh, Edwin Epps, and Bill Cutting in a very spirited battle, uh, I must say, in the uh, in the Bunch of Cut 16, which feels really weird to say very casually like that. <laughs> Taking on the number two, Amon Goth, uh, Ray Fines from Schindler's List, who uh, beat Marky's boy Magua uh, in the first round. Uh, Calvin Candy, that was a spirited battle as well. And uh, Warden Norton from Shawshank Redemption last round, which is uh, ended up being a little bit of a walkover for Goff. Um, so we're now into this. We have I Hans did Lander. not see that coming, yeah. Nazi, um, not let coming. me Nazi, nothing. All right, clever, Dan. <laughs> nice, thank Love you, it. thank you. <laughs> let me take a good swig here because I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick this one off, okay? All right, let's do it. Let me start with Amon Goth, all right? <clears throat> I've said in the previous podcast about this guy that the thing that is so terrifying about him is he is clearly a emotionally disturbed human being who takes on a job that gives him the ability to be that emotionally disturbed person and take out these carnal feelings that he has that he can just 
Literally at one point, AJ, we've talked about it a couple more. Remember we just like taking target practice on, on the Jews for, for sport. Um, oh yeah. That, I mean, he is an absolute sociopath and I know Amon Goth is a, is a real person. And he, the fact of the matter is, is if, if, is if Hitler and uh, the Nazi army in the third Reich never happened, let's just say that never happened historically. Iman Goth probably just would have ended up being a serial killer because he <laughs> was just a, a fucking lunatic. Uh, a really, really just bad guy. And there's something so scary about him being so staggeringly unstable in the role that he is portraying in the movie as an SS officer. I mean, it's really, it's really terrifying that a guy like that is running the show in such a highly volatile, awful situation. That's really, really, really bad. It's scary and awful. Here's the thing though, Hans Landa. And I've said this in numerous other uh, podcasts when we were talking about these matchups, Hans Landa for me is the most well-rounded villain in this entire tournament. Think about it. He's brilliant, first of all. I mean, uh, how many languages in the movie does he speak? He speaks, obviously, German, English, French. Doesn't he speak Does, does he speak Italian at one point? He, he, does. he, he does towards the end, yeah. This fucking guy speaks, he speaks... Arrivederci. Yeah, he speaks four languages that we know of. So he's brilliant, he is obviously very vicious uh, with his uh, with the direction of his army, but he's also very physically vicious. He uh, he kills the the girl in the in the film room. Uh, he is just he has every if if there were like villain categories, you know, like in a video game where like levels are, he's level ten on everything because he's also this guy that uh, took this job in the Nazi army. And it made him so happy. He really enjoyed hunting down Jews and killing them. But at the same time, the first chance he had to sell his entire country down the fucking river, he did it. So he's a sleazy, cowardly piece of shit at the same time. Turn coat. <laughs> oh, after being so staunch, horribly staunch uh, SS officer, awful fucking guy, immediately just goes, oh, I have a better offer. Bang, takes it. Now, any um, portrayal of a Nazi officer in any movie does not end well normally because things did not end well for the Nazis in general. But for the most part, he almost got away with it. He almost did. I mean, he got the SWAT stick in his head at the end, but really he almost got away with it, which is the closest any Nazi uh, in any movie will ever get close to. So for me... Hans Landa's taken this one. One for Hans Landa. Uh, Marky, what do you think? Um, I just want to add real quick, when you were going through that, beautifully said, by the way, on all accounts for both those guys, but when you were saying uh, it does not end well for the Nazi party, you guys remember in What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, when the guy's talking about the World War II, he's like, I don't know if you know this, but the Nazis lost. It did not go well for them. <laughs> it did not so go being a Nazi vampire, not a good deal. <laughs> um, in, 
And uh, you're right, though. Both those guys, they are the best. They're the best that they can be at being terrible Nazi asshole pieces of shit, right? They do their job. Each one of them do their jobs very fucking well. Um, but the thing that stands out for me, one over the other, is Hans Landa's ability to just sell his whole group, you know, up the river just so easily. And he's going to get my vote. Just his ability to be such a staunch Nazi supporter for most of the movie. And at the end, just be like, eh, fuck them. And just, you know, sell them all up the river. So, yeah, Hans Lange to me. He's also on all of that stuff. Like, he's also a selfish prick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On top of uh, all that Nazi bullshit. Oh, vicious. He's he's also just, yeah. yeah. A guy who really enjoys get into work every day just to kill jews like um i I feel like uh amon goth the ralph rafe fines fines character (laughs) i feel like he would be he would he he did get hanged and die for Mm. you know and says how hitler when he gets hanged Mm. so he he fucking dies on that hill where uh hans landa so yeah, he's much more. Which makes him Landa. worse. It just makes it him, it makes him sleazier. It know? does. Hans Landa for me. AJ. So so everything you guys said, I don't want to like repeat all that. Um, I agree with everything about Hans Landa. Um, but the other reason why, and he gets my vote. But the other reason why he does, and I'm not going to diminish the actions of one Amon Goth. But have you guys ever seen the movie The Pianist? Yes. No. So, okay. I know so Adrian Brody won an Oscar for it, but I know so I know it's great. It's it's an incredible film. You should all see it. Yeah, but it's made by that t- child toucher. Plenty, plenty of Nazi atrocities in that movie, and there is a scene in that movie when a bunch of a bunch of Jews are lined up on the street, and one of the soldiers is just indiscriminately like shooting them in the head. So what I'm saying is I'm not diminishing Goth's um, treachery, but I feel like there were a lot of Nazi soldiers that took, you know, went about their business in a similar way. <laughs> yeah. You know, committing you're those right. sorts of atrocities. I'm not no, saying, right. I'm not yeah. saying a dime a dozen, a dime a dozen, but they, those things were, were common. Right. You know, um, it's indicative of many Nazi soldiers. They just, they, the, the, the Jewish, the Jews were nothing to them. They weren't even human to them. But Hans Landa, his villainy, and I'll take, I'll, t- I'll use TW's line, the most well-rounded, rounded villain. And, you know, as, as a Nazi, he was not your typical Nazi. He was, he was different. He was smarter. He, like you said, he spoke for at least four languages that we know of. And he was, you know, he was sophisticated and he could, he could mingle with any kind of group of people and be successful, you know? So yeah, Landa for me. Uh, DP, I I went to AJ because I already knew what your answer was. uh, And I didn't know if AJ would have had a different one, but I'm assuming you're making this unanimous. Uh, You know what? Well, so here's the thing. Uh, among Goth, 
is so fucking chilling and so goddamn scary. Um, like I would have voted for Hans Landa because he's just one of my all-time favorite characters. Period. Uh, but I think Goth deserves a vote because he is such an amazing villain. Okay, I'm, I'm just I'm gonna give him my vote because he deserves one. And that's, that's kind, the only yeah, reason. That's kind of how I felt about Alex Forrest in the last yeah, in the last yeah, I, yeah, I got that they, impression. They deserve so. it. Okay. Yeah, he, he deserves a vote because goddamn, what a like he's so hateable in that movie. Like, oh, yeah. You, you know, it's kind of what you want from a villain is like you want to hate them and really root for the hero. And it, he does a great job of that. Like, he yeah. really makes you hate him. And he's, yeah, chilling. I think it's the best way to, to, yeah. to describe him. So I think he deserves a vote, so I'll give him one. All right. But only because I know Hans Land is moving on. Hans so, Land yeah. is moving on into the fucked up four. All right. So let's. Hans is, oh, we, got, we got two Hans. Hans yeah. and Hans. Yeah, there's two Hans. It's a great villain name, isn't it? Hans. Mm. Hans. These fucking yeah. Germans. Yeah, I used yeah. to work with a the dude worst. named Hans, and I fucking yeah. hated him. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Hans, who DP worked with, if you're listening, you know. Yeah, yeah I fucking hated you. Yeah, he's Hans. the one. He, yeah, he's our one listener in Berlin. That's apparently. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit! We just lost him. Yeah, just lost the whole country. DP, thanks. Um, all right, all right. Let's move into the fun one. This is a really good one. This is like for me, such an unbelievable, uh, uh, heavyweight tilt. I love this matchup so much. We got in the comedy bracket, which, by the way, I just want to say real quick, I know these are comedy villains, but you should not take them lightly. Don't sleep on these guys. Yeah, these guys are as big a pieces of shit as most of the other ones in this this tournament. These guys are fucking assholes, all right? And that starts off with the number one seed, Shooter McGavin. Friend of the show. Big, big... Big friend of the show, Christopher McDonald uh, from uh, Happy Gilmore. He beat Dean Wormer in the first round. Uh, he broke DP's heart in the second round with over Prince Humperdinck. And then he knocked off Dr. Evil last round, and it wasn't really that close. So this guy's on fire right now. He's yeah. taking on he's taking on Big Earn McCracken, Bill Murray from Kingpin, uh, who was the three seed. He beat Harry and Marv from Home Alone in the first round. Second round, he knocked off Pat Healy from the something about Mary. And then last round, knocked off the number two, Biff Tannen, which was a big, which was, uh, let's see here. Uh, Marky, no. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to ask for someone else to go first because it's been a while since I've seen, uh, both of these movies. And I'm feeling like if either, if any of you guys have seen, uh, one of these movies more recently, you might be able to jog my memory a little bit. All right, well, I already know where this one vote is going. So uh, just based on the past podcasts, AJ, Big Earn versus Shooter McGavin. God damn. All right. So this is the battle of the insecure shooter. (laughs) So insecure. Versus the arrogant and somewhat delusional Big Earn. (laughs) Delusional at times. Of his own greatness, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're both very, very sleazy villains. Um, Big Earn, I'm sorry, Shooter 
goes to auction and buys Happy Gilmore's grandmother's house under That's from right. out from under. See, this this is the kind of stuff I that mean, I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they both do sleazy things. Big Earn puts sugar in Roy Munson's gas tank, mm-hmm. um, and also takes off of him at the bowling alley. Leaves him, you know, causing like causing Roy Munson's descent into, you know. He loses, loses a hand, hand and then it costs yeah. him his hand. It costs him his hand. I mean, yeah, his hand and like, and then he becomes, you know, develops a drinking problem. Yeah. Um, he's trying to sell weird sundries at a bowling alley, and they're yeah. not interested. He's just, yeah. You call this a bowling he alley? A lot of weight, lost his. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, the Booker man's gonna love that reference. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think what Big Earn did had such a, a, I think, such a profound effect on the protagonist in his film. Like I said, he sent him down this like path of like self destruction and, you know, and his life was shit. And he had to drag himself up by the bootstraps and, you know, you know, all, all the, sh- all the things he had to resort to to try to get back to like, you know, feel like having his dig getting his dignity back <laughs> and then he has to confront bigger and one more time yeah and bigger and beats him bigger and wins yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah you know big bigger and comes out on top in the end yeah um i love shooter mcgavin and i think you guys know that my vote i don't know if you knew my vote but i i i have been wavering a little bit this week but my vote has to go to Big Earn. Not a boy. Uh, DP? Um, yeah, this one, like I said, I you, you guys all know I really wanted Biff Tannen in this spot. So, But that, that doesn't mean I don't like Big Earn. Like I, you know, and especially kind of uh, this past week seeing all the the feedback we got on social media about bigger and, and people pointing out all the shit he did. Uh, it, it like, he really was a great fucking villain, man. But I, I still, I love shooter too much. Shooter does everything. Like he's such the quintessential, like douchebag bully, you know, like, mm. like he's perfect as that douchey bully. And he's so goddamn funny, and he's so great in the movie. Oh God, but Big Earn's great. And Shooter's got all that insecurity built up, and he's constantly using it to just be shittier. (laughs) Right. I I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. No. He's got great reactions. Ah, uh, you know I'm going shooter. I like to say he's yeah. a friend of the show. He and yeah. he thinks I'm a better host than you. He, he right. He, he yeah. gives you a free lesson. Yeah. So he right. He's the lesson. he's the only one on the planet that believes. He a free lesson. <laughs> so he is delusional. <laughs> he's delusional. But uh, Marky, I'll give you I'll give you a minute. So let let me just go real quick. Um. Uh, uh Yeah. You you guys know how much I love shooter. He he's an absolute icon and and he's a, he's a friend of the show, obviously. But um. And he's nuts. He really is nuts. I've talked about this in, in past other podcasts. That scene when they're at the bar and Happy turns his back on him. He's like, don't you turn your back on me. Like that dude is like, 
absolutely fucking nuts. Like, yeah. When he's doing the rhyming. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll go lay by the bay. Like that that whole thing. It's fucking stuff out of clay. Listen, I just made. You will pay. Listen to what I say. So it's great. It's really hilarious. But I, when I when I tried to match the two of them up, I thought about the person who was just more vile and sinister and just more it's, it's, I mean, it's, some, pretty, it's pretty close. No, no, there's something about Big Earn that is just so fucking it's like borderline violent the way he just he leaves Roy for like a fucking lamb to slaughter. Like he brought Roy to the goddamn uh, bowling alley that night. Roy was just this country boy. didn't know a goddamn thing. Brought him there. Roy didn't even know what the fuck they were doing. He didn't even know that they were like, they, they were trying to scam these people. And then once the scam was up, he just left him for slaughter. It was really, really horrible. And then I, I, I also looked into the fact that these are comedy movies. Uh, they're comedy villains. And I'm like, who's funnier? I think Big Earn's funnier. I think he has funnier lines. I think he has more psychotic moments, which is obviously a, a hallmark of uh, comedy villains. Uh, it is razor, razor fucking thin for me. But I'm going with Big Earn. Woo! So, Marky, what do you think? I agree that uh, Big Earn is uh, the funnier character. But I feel like when it comes to... Uh, you know which one's more of an asshole i think they're they're they are much more similar in those regards with shooter buying happy's grandmother's house um and correct me if i'm wrong i, I know he uh shooter has that lackey that he's paying that fucks with <laughs> yeah. with happy gilmore he, he doesn't pay him to run him over with a card right but the guy just does it because i right. think shooter wants him to right um where you know Big Earn is intentionally, well, yes. he's he's not intentionally harming um, uh, Woody Harrelson, but he's letting him get harmed. So it's it's kind of like one of the same, really. And for it, it, it this this matchup is uh, very close for me as well. So for just out of interest i want to vote for uh shooter and let this go to a tie and see what the fans did okay all right uh and I, you know and i i would have uh, my first reaction would be like hey should we try to sway each other i don't feel like this is a matchup that we're going to sway each other i just Dang. don't shoot him again in the house with my covid look dp <laughs> all right so I was saying it was razor thin uh, for yeah. me. It was also razor thin on uh, social media. Uh-oh. We got 20 votes. Uh-huh. 11 for Big Iron, 9 for Shooter. Wow. Big Iron moves on. Wow. I'm not upset about that, though. Big Iron moves on. It was, it was tight. It was really tight, but. That's good. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm not upset. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's a good fight to the end there yeah it's a great battle really great battle so as we look say 
I'm yeah. so excited right now. Yeah, <laughs> these, here, here's the thing. This, this is weird, though. Four. This is weird, though, and I will say why this is weird is because every matchup we've had so far has all been in the same genre for each villain. Now yes. we are suddenly jumping out of genre. So this is a really, really weird, really weird couple of matchups because we have to decide yeah. just really who is the who who is just the more vile person based on the setting that they're in, you know, because like, you know, obviously it is a very, very different setting between Nazi Germany and, you know, late nineties or whatever the fuck uh, Kingpin was set uh, regional bowling district. So, I mean, th- these are really, we, we just have to really kind of hammer home what the villain did in the setting that they were in at the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you guys, do you guys just want to do it? Do we just mm-hmm. do the fucked up four? Do you just do it? Okay. All right. So here we go. We're into the fucked up four, and this is gonna be really, really weird. Although this first matchup is definitely not as weird as the second one. This one is definitely uh, borderline terrorist kind of guys. I think it's. Eh. This is going to be a fun one. It's uh, obviously it's the Heath Ledger Joker who just took down Darth Vader, taking on Hans Gruber who just took down Alex Forrest. Uh, I don't even know where to go. Who who who's feeling something about this right now? Who, who who's jumping out of their skin to talk? Yeah, um, uh, uh, DP. Yeah, I'll kick it off because, uh, like I said, this they're so different. It's tough, but yeah. uh, again, I think the biggest strike against Heath Ledger's Joker is the fact that uh, you know he didn't get to continue on and do more with that character I think there were plans for more Joker you know uh, so like his ending wasn't great because they you know they obviously were expecting to bring him back Yeah, and Hans Gruber's ending was just so poetic and so he had that full arc from beginning to end. And because of that, I think his, his character is, ends up being just that little bit better because he got to finish his arc. So I'm going Hans Gruber. Oh. All right, let me, let me jump in. Um, I, I have told you, again, he, he, is the, he is the point of the movie. He died hard. Um, but... <laughs> That's true. That is true. It's funny for me. I don't know. He is true. And, um, but for me, I remember what, when I, when I was watching, uh, the, the original, the first time I watched a dark Knight. I remember, I forget who I was with, but I remember watching that movie being like, this character is so fucking insane and so wrapped up in itself. Like I can't even see Heath Ledger when I'm watching this movie. I don't see him. And it's not just because of the face paint. It's just like he transformed himself into something so different. You know, and not like Ledger was a terrible actor before that. He had a great role in uh, Monsters Ball. Uh, I thought he did. He had a small role, but I thought he did a nice job. He was in some other movies where I thought he was, you know, half decent. But when I watch this movie, like I don't see Heath Ledger. I just see the Joker. And that is such uh an unbelievable uh thing for some for an actor to be able to pull off that you're able to just like 
suspend reality that nobody can even see you. They're just so wrapped up in who you are as your character and your villain in this sense. Dude, I, I, I can't get past how captivated I was by this character. For me, it's uh, it's the Ledger Joker. Sounds like AJ with uh, going off of the performance of the person. Yeah, a, a bit of the performance, but it also had a lot to do with the directing of the movie. Yes. Uh, it had a lot to do with the screenplay. Uh, mm-hmm. Just in general, I just, I just think he's the better villain over Gruber. I really do. Marky, what do you think? Right out the gate, my answer, Heath Ledger's Joker. Wow. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I can speak on it a little bit, I suppose. Um, but without going into too much detail or wasting anybody's time, we've already kind of talked about these characters a lot. It's, I, I'm, I'm, uh, going with the same reason why I kind of talk shit to you guys about, you know, uh, going off of the person's performance and also with uh, DP's reason for how many iterations that came after it. But of course, with Heath Ledger's Joker, he was by no means the first person to play it. Um, I guess, so in this instance, it kind of falls more on the actor's performance because he was someone further down the line to do it and people did it after him, but his performance stood out so well into what you were just speaking on TW. It's you, if you didn't know that it was Heath Ledger going into the movie, I would bet that you'd have a hard time guessing who it was that actually played the Joker in that movie. Because he did such a fucking good job, um, and then but also speaking on the direction, one thing that I remember the first time about when I watched that movie, I thought it was incredibly violent. The second time I watched the movie, I realized that there's actually no blood, no blood in the movie. People <laughs> get shot, people get stabbed, people get beat, but yeah. it's with Christopher Nolan's direction that there's never actually any blood, and oh. like you know, there's a pencil that disappears in the guy's head, yeah. but all you see is him put the pencil on the table and then you see him slam a guy's head on the table and the pencil's gone. So it's just the, the ah, feeling of gone. it being, yeah. in the guy's fucking brain, same thing with the bullets and the knives and all that stuff. So, um, but going back to like, kind of like the first time I viewed the movie, it feels incredibly violent and that, version of Joker, which I feel like is uh, kind of more like a comic Joker where he uses violence. That's his number one tool is he's, he'll just go straight to violence. You know, in the movie, he's got fucking RPGs, shotguns, full auto pistols, all these firearms and explosives and gasoline, knives, dogs. Like he uses everything to fuck people up with. Right. Um, Hans is a little bit more calculated and he's a, 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 a good bad guy, but the Joker is just, man, come on now. It's yeah. pleasure's Joker for me. Yeah. He's picking up steam. AJ. So I want to kind of piggyback a little bit off what Marky said. Um, yeah. Hans is calculated, but at the end of the day, 
Hans purely motivated by, uh, you know, uh, money. Money. Yeah, he's he's a thief. He's an exceptional thief. He's <laughs> <laughs> nice. an exception. He's an exceptional yeah. thief. Yeah. He is. The Joker is motivated by mayhem. Yeah, and his, you know his line is the direct opposite. It's not about the money. Yeah. It's about sending a message. Right. So he's just so much more menacing and and terrifying. And the people that follow him, they're in, they're crazy too. Is 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 minions? Yeah. His army? Like they're 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 drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, and that's and that's scary as well. Um, that he's got those kind of, that he's got those criminals, you know, at his back. So for me, it it's also Joker. There we go. We have our first finalist, Heath Ledger Joker. There we go. DP's very upset. I mean, just the, the over those two iconic villains, Vader, Hans Gruber. They're icons. Yeah, but so is Ledger. The Ledger Joker. Joker. You're trying to tell me that's not iconic? Are you kidding me? It's new. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't it mean it's not like... iconic. The 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 villain is iconic. It, the the right. iteration of that villain is new. Yeah, it, it will become iconic, though. I think it, it, it will go down. Uh, I, be, I agree. It AJ. will go down as iconic. Yes. And... So we now now we have maybe the most bizarre matchup. In villain history, <laughs> this is just so fucking odd. Uh, yeah, th- th- this is going to be a weird one to try to talk out. Now we have Hans Landa, Chris Waltz from uh, Glorious Bastards taking <laughs> taking on Big Iron McCracken, Bill Murray from uh, Kingpin. Um, these are these are these are very very different uh, genres that these characters come out of. Maybe now that I, I I've I've given myself a giant pat on the back about how the rankings and the seedings went, maybe I should have moved the brackets around differently. Uh, I, I don't know. Eventually, they'd have to run into each other, right? I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Comedy's ne- comedy's never going to match up against any of these that way. Well, I, right? I yeah. know, but like I, I've been trying to say, like these guys, I, I I know that they're comedy villains, but they're still horrible, horrible human beings. That these, yeah, like, it's just. All right. We are. All right. Let let me start this one. Hans Landa versus Big Iron. And we've said a lot of stuff about these characters already, so I don't have to get too far about how I feel with Landa and how um just how he is as, as a well-rounded villain. Oh boy. Now that I'm looking at it, I wish I hadn't said I wanted to go first. Fuck. All right. Um I'm gonna make a pick. I'm going to steal Marky's line. I'm not going to die on this hill, though. Okay? My pick is Hans Landa. Hans Landa over Big Iron McCracken. AJ, what do you think? He circled back to me because I feel like I'm going to be the only one with a certain vote, so I just want to give him the... Potentially. Just juice. Um, all right, I'll, I'll weigh in. Yes, I love Inglorious Bastards. Not my favorite Quentin Tarantino film, by the way, but it, it's a good one. And I, and I love Christoph Waltz's performance. He won an Oscar, and it was amazing. And to all the things you guys said before about him, um, K- 
calculating, intelligent, um, double crossing and willing to shit. take any, yeah. yeah, double crossing piece of shit, willing to take any any Jewish life doesn't matter um, to yeah. to serve his own to serve his own agenda, you know. You know, talk he just out likes both to sides. be the he best talk, at his job. And mm-hmm. he talks out both sides of his mouth. Like he's just one of those pieces of shit. Right. Um, but I but I am so crazy about the villain that is Big Earn. I oh. love everything he does in the film. I, I feel like Landis Land is gonna get a three one here for some reason. So I really want to give Earn, I want to throw my support Big Earn's way because I think Big Earn. In my opinion, and it's it's bore it's it bore out here is the best comedy villain, yeah, of all, possibly of all time, right? I mean, we voted for it, right? Some people disagree, but and it was racer thin against Shooter, but that just goes to show how good of a villain he is that he could take down Shooter, you know, because Shooter is a kick-ass comedy villain. They both are, and. I'm gonna throw my I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw my vote towards Big Earn just because I feel like he for some reason I feel like it's the odds are against him. All right, D- DP. Uh all right. So you know it's pretty simple for me. It's Hans Landa. Okay. Like I said, I it, it, he's it. You've said it so many times, so I, I feel like I'm just repeating you. But he's just so well rounded as a villain. So good. Like he's so good, everything about him is villainous and like, you know, gross, and you hate him, but you love him because I hate him so much. And like Big Earn, I, I do appreciate Big Earn. I think he's great, but yeah, Hans Landa to me had so much more of an impact in that movie too. So, uh, yeah, Hans Landa. All right, Marky, is this tied or you or you? Uh... What, what would happen just for conversation's sake if it went to a tie? I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't only because we can sit there and go, oh well, how many votes did they get from social media? But that's not really fair. They went the same matchup, yeah. Yeah, because they're they're not facing each other. So that's we'll just not... have to argue until we change someone's mind. That's really it. That's all we can do. Well, you know, um, if we if I voted for Big Earn and we went to an argument, I feel like I would be easily swayed to vote for Hans, who yeah. is my gut reaction to yeah. vote for. So, you know, I feel like we can save the time and go for Hans. Yeah, just go for Hans. Um, but yeah, not not to say that Big Earn, you know, we're down to the final fucked up four right yeah. or yeah. so what a what a lasting run he had and I, I don't let him go easily but at the end of the day hans is going to be it for me for a lot of the things that dp was just saying i mean and and utw yeah um yeah. just a all-around Hateable fuck. Real yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. Real piece so, of shit. So now that it's final, can I just say that um, the finals pit uh, two Oscar winning performances? Nice. Mm. Happy about that. Against <clears throat> each other. So we are into the finals now. And I just want to say I know, DP, you're not exactly happy about how this turned out. I, <laughs> I know that. I know. I can tell hey, about I'm your not reaction. bigger and lost. I know. I know. But at the end of the day, 
the Heath Joker. <laughs> I'm getting drunk now. You, you feeling that? The, the Heath, Heath Joker's ledger. <laughs> the Heath Ledger I Joker. Hans Walters. The Joker left Wait, what? Wait, where am I? A black The last where, waltz where with I? Michael Jordan? What? Where am I? All right. The Heath That's Ledger the last Joker. Dance. All right. <laughs> yeah, you too, fucker. Heath Ledger Joker versus Chris Waltz uh, is Hans Landa. That is an absolute yeah. fucking main event heavyweight. Those team. are some those are some real villains right there. Absolutely. Right. A one C and one C versus a two great seed. final. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. All right. So I know you're upset, DP. I'm not totally because let me start then. Let me just say All it right, right off it. the bat because here's here's a weird thing is I wanted Vader over Joker and I wanted Gruber over Joker. But I actually think I want Joker over Hans Landa. Okay. Okay. Like, oh, interesting. Okay. Right. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I could maybe just from listening to you guys uh, argue for Joker when I didn't want him, it's kind of pushed me more. Yeah. But like when I look at those two, I gotta go with the Joker on this one. You're right. Like, Every because that's the thing. Every matchup is different. Yeah, when, when you look at them together, late, baby. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna start it off, and I'm gonna give my vote to the Joker. Wow! Uh, great, uh, great. All right. Uh, um. Hmm. Marky, go ahead. Joker for me. It's wow. I I, yeah. I pegged uh, Joker was gonna win it like uh, a few episodes ago. And yeah. just, I, I had I had it in my head too for some reason. I don't the, know. The, yeah, it's the, yeah. yeah, it's tough because I I love Hans Landa. I mean, really, guys. I, I wanted to say too, like I saw Inglorious Bastards when it first came out, and then I literally had not watched it again until the beginning of this tournament. Oh yeah, and I and I yeah I so, I watched it again like uh, three weeks ago. I, I fucking love that movie. I watched it a dozen times. In between I mean, that. I hated Chris Waltz more the second time around than I did the first time. I, yeah, I, like he's so fucking good. brutal. But this is for me. I don't know. This is a runaway final. I mean, because the Joker came out of the most stacked division in this tournament by mm-hmm. far. Thanos, Darth Vader, yeah, Xenomorph, Terminator. Look at some of these. I mean, they're fucking Michael Myers. I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't even think Jason Voorhees lost in the first fucking round. I mean, that is a deep, deep division, uh, deep bracket. And uh, AJ, are are you feeling the same way as I am? It's unanimous for me. Like I, I just wow. I'm I I mean it's probably not a surprise I voted for 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 Joker in this. I mean I just I yeah. supported him the whole way through this. I just I feel like Ledger's version of the Joker is by far and away the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've seen and I've seen them all. Can I can I speak on that a little bit except too? That we, except that weird Jared Leto version. Yeah, yeah. DP hates Joker. that. Fucking gross. <sighs> It, could, um, it should have been so good. It but, should have been <laughs> awesome. Yeah, great actor. So, great so character. Good. The Jared joke Leader is the so joke good. is the champ. But uh yeah. swearing well, the Mar- belt. Marky, Marky, talk and then, then we'll make it official. So in Heath Ledger's version of the Joker, um in that film, he has completely bamboozled Batman and Alfred. And he's, he's got, smart too. Yeah. He's incredibly smart. And he's got this play like a lot of the things that he does in the movie like it's his plan from the very beginning it's just a long thought out plan 
that involves like the city and the mayor and these politicians and Batman and all these fucking criminal under underlings and you know the mafia and everybody and he spins it the only thing that uh goes wrong is at the very end remember when he's got the boats and they're supposed to blow yeah, each other yeah. up and they yeah. didn't actually and they do didn't it, blow which, each other yeah. up and then so his fall by the way is, is real quick shout up. out uh was it tiny lister yeah yes was yeah. the dude that like took just the, passed away. the thing and threw it out the window yeah just passed away last week so or mm. two weeks ago all right so yeah buddy. shout out to to tiny lister and a, a great small two minute role in that film but like give, that give was that pretty detonator. fucking awesome and i yeah. would have done I'll, I'll do what I'll, you should have done minutes ago and yeah chucks out the window that was a great fucking moment wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. i love so, that and, and it's it's just great in the end of that film where that was it was the joker's idea that one or the other boats were going to blow each other up either the inmates were going to blow up the civilians or the civilians the inmates yeah. and neither of them killed each other Which, and so his fallback plan was just to blow them both up he had the clackers that he was just yeah. going to hit them both and then batman stopped him can i just so, say a real quick thing much better like, villain. Uh-huh. when you guys when you guys saw the dark knight didn't heath ledger blow you away as the joker didn't he just Same. like didn't yeah. you walk out of that theater that whole, and just that whole say movie to yourself did. Yeah, didn't you just say to yourself like that was a different I, I kind of movie? I can't even believe what I just saw out of yeah. that yeah. character. I, I haven't, yeah. I haven't yeah. been and in a movie I, like that. I, you just don't sense. get, you just didn't get that feeling when yes. you saw um, um, *Glorious Bastards*. This is a really cool film, and Hans Landis' yes. character, uh, Christoph Waltz, is incredibly good. But you just ah, didn't get that same feeling after the film. Like, wow, what did that? What did he just do to me? Yeah. Yeah. And I was uh, I was very much looking forward to Inglorious Bastards. I remember seeing it, the trailer, uh, you know, a long time before it came out. I read the script. I was very hyped for it and I enjoyed the movie, but I was a little bit let down by some of it. And I can't even remember why. But the um, Batman movie, even forgetting the name of that Batman movie, but Dark that one, the Dark Knight and then when I watched that one, like you were saying, AJ, I walked out of that feeling like, what the fuck? Like, whoa, I was blown away. I immediately wanted to right. watch it a hundred more like, times. Like, right. Like nothing you'd ever seen before. Exactly. Out of, out of I, a performance. I, I, I haven't felt like that in a movie, in a theater, maybe since. And I don't know how much of a like runaway or whatever Christoph Waltz's supporting actor, Oscar, uh, actor Oscar was, but uh-huh. I know that Heath Ledger's was. Yeah, like he ran away with that, according to like every every everybody. There that was, was writing zero the dispute on that one, right? Like nobody, he nobody else had any chance on that one. Yeah, yeah, and that and that dark night, that dark night blew me away too because it was it was it was coming off Batman Begins, uh-huh. which I fucking love, which is good. Like, I, I thought really that good movie film. was amazing, and then I see this and I'm like, this is this is like 10 times better than that movie. Yes. And the reason it's 10 times better is because of the Joker. I mean, yes. that, that iteration of the Joker is just something that we unfortunately will never see again. Never see it, again. It, it's just, it'll never get better. It won't. I love Joaquin Phoenix's uh, Joker. I really mm-hmm. do. Yeah, me too. I love that movie. I know. I know a lot of people don't. I think it's an amazing. I don't know. Movie. I don't know who doesn't. I, I thought it was great. The, the review- character. 
the reviews for the movie are not are not great. They're not amazing. I thought, I thought, but I his, thought it was his uh, performance pretty well is received. Lauded, Rotten Tomatoes, it's, it's like mid sixties, high sixties. Really? Right, yeah. but but yeah. most wow. of the reviews lot his performance, not yeah, the yeah, film. Yeah, but his were, right, right, yeah, definitely. Uh, but, he, he's but, incredible. But the character itself is so complex. You know, the character of the Joker that you're talking about Joaquin or just in general. I'm just saying the character, the Joker in the comics, yeah. Yeah. is such a complex character that uh-huh. it le- it can lend itself to some really interesting performances and we've seen a couple of them right yeah we saw ledger blow us away and joaquin phoenix did a great job on it and you know jared and jack Lito nichols totally... and jack and nichols back in the day hey, jared Lito to- ter- totally let us down <laughs> and, and yeah. uh and, and quick shout out to the guy that ruined marky's week mark hamill his uh, voice <laughs> in the animated yes. and the, yes. and the Saturday, yes. the Saturday as a Joker is awesome. Yeah, yeah he Saturday is morning awesome cartoon. as a Joker. It's a complex character, so it lends itself to these, you know, a chance for, to be to to, mm-hmm. to you know give yeah. us a great performance and so take what it in different directions. Exactly. And, yeah. You can yeah, use it in different yeah. ways. And it, it's like creative license, right? Like yeah. you can just yes. go out there and like you know. You, you know, to take them and take that character and go. Here's what we're going to do with. Uh, here's what I want to do with it. And, and Heath Ledger took it and yeah, and just tore it up. Yeah. yeah. How different was Jack Nicholson's? And yet, everyone still loves Jack Nicholson's Joker. It's, it's not it's like great. he was terrible. Jack, he was Jack Nicholson's. Awesome. Jack Nicholson's was more like Jack Nicholson's was more clown prince. You know, that was yeah. more. That was the angle he took with it. You know. Ledger's was much darker, more angry, deeper prince. and darker, yeah. and more menace, more angry. Jack Nicholson yeah. was more uh, of like 80s a, Tim Burton. Laughing and, and it's perfect. Right, 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 right. He did it really well. So, so boys. So that's it. So, so that do we officially it. crown it? We do. Let's yeah. go ahead and crown yes, the greatest Joker. movie villain of all time from the esteemed colleagues. The people who, you know, if you want any That's recommendation us. on any movie or any villain or any anything movie related, you should come to us. And we have battled this out now off and on for, what, two months? Uh, and, oh, yeah. yeah. At we least. Are, we are finally at the end. We have battled against each other. We have gotten social media involved. And at the end of the day, the Heath Ledger Joker is the greatest Damn. movie villain of all time. Can you fucking right, believe you know, that shit? I, I can accept that. that. Makes sense. Holy I shit! I, I believe it. I'll Unreal. It. I, and I love the final four. I thought it was a really terrific final four. Yes. And to TP's point, it was like, yeah, Gruber to him was more of a, uh, you know, was more of a, you know, a, a better Icon. matchup against Ledger. Yeah. Yeah, more of a batch up against Ledger's Joker, gave him a bigger fight than he got in the finals. It was just the way it was matched up. It just Land is a great Hans Land is a great villain. Yeah. He just really can't is. stand up to to what Ledger did. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm I, I love how it turned out. Well, you know, and so the idea is who is the best villain? And again, like in the beginning, I was kind of breaking these guys down with like their personalities and their criteria. And Joker hits it on all marks. He's violent. He's brilliant. He's, you know, just cunning. And on top of that, he's just criminally insane. So you never know what he's going to do. 
Yeah. And so he, and he can do it all. And the performance is otherworldly. So and then when you yeah. get and then when you get Heath Ledger in there, it was the that. best performance of the year. I would argue. Yeah, uh, but of, that of many many years, guys. I just I actually just want to say that after two months of doing this off and on. I am very, very proud of the winner of this. I think this, I is, think I think this is the right. I think this is the right thing. I, I think this is the winner. Agree with that. Yeah. I mean, what what a fucking war! Look, we, we came to it fairly and squarely. I guess yes. you know, sixty-four motherfucking villains we banged out. We took it, our time. It was, it, it was it was about the journey. And yeah. we we we've talked about and this. The we, friends we, we made along the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've talked about this that we can do this for other things. DP, uh, he and I have talked about it a couple days. We're not going to get into it now. DP's got a great (laughs) idea that we can work on. And there's so many other ideas we can get into. I mean, one of our uh, faithful listeners said we should do a a 64 of uh, actresses who can get it. Absolutely. We can do that at some point. I mean, uh, there there might be some some women's groups who might line up in front of my house. And but uh, hey, more listeners, yeah, throw balloons <laughs> full of piss at my bedroom window. That's fine, yeah, I'll take the exposure. Ooh, However, I'll take that too. I am, like I said, Wait, I, 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 what, whoa, <laughs> uh, like I said, I am very proud of uh, us getting through this and coming up with this winner. I think, I think it's the right one. I mean, he's the number two seed, he battled through. Um, I, I'm, I'm so happy about this because that that uh like you guys were talking about him a lot that that performance is not just a performance it's an institution in the movie uh just in cinema history it's literally one of my top 10 favorite performances of all time and i love the villain i love the movie i love everything about it it all makes sense so i'm so happy that uh that we came to this yeah conclusion. right not to mention not to mention it's a terrific film it's like ridiculous. just on just on its yeah. just on its own just on its own yeah. it's a terrific it's, it's, film. It's Never awesome. mind as part of like the trilogy. Just you watch that movie just by itself. It's just a great film. Go. All right, boys. So uh, that that was ah, God two months coming. We finally finished this. It was such a great time. Love badness madness. I can't wait to do more of these. Uh, we'll come up with them as they as they come. Maybe we'll do one. Maybe we'll do one each season. Who knows? We'll 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 see how that goes. We're still we're still figuring this shit out as a as a podcast, but uh, maybe we'll do more in the future. So proud of how we came to the winner of this. I love that we're all unanimous in the fact that we're happy about it. Heath Ledger Joker, such an amazing villain, and uh, he is uh, like I said, we we are. If anybody needs the answer to a question, and they ask who is the greatest movie villain of all time, well. The Movie Council podcast has spoken. Yeah, it's yeah, the it's definitive answer. Yeah, there's yeah. no no. If anybody can argue anything else, they're wrong. We 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 have the answer. It's Heath Ledger Joker. So it's research. it's science. Yeah. So yeah. we're 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 back. We're 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 done with this. We're back to uh, alternating weeks, uh, topic wise. And next week is technically mine. And I came up with this idea that we're going to do next week. I came up with it a few weeks ago, and I really wish oh. I hadn't told any of the movie council about this because <laughs> all I've listened to in the last few weeks is how insane they all are feeling about this topic. Um, Dude, I can't wait for this. I know. I, 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 I know. I know. It's a whole week away, guys. Try to calm yourselves down. We've decided a fun thing that we're going to do is try to um, recast movies, old, a bit older movies, to be fair, uh, that have amazing ensemble casts. 
we're going to recast them with modern day yeah. actors the, and actresses that we think would fill the roles right yeah we're we're casting the remake of whatever movie this right. next one's gonna be awesome so Aww. basically next episode what me marky dan and aj are gonna do is we're gonna start a podcast we're basically gonna be four uh casting directors and for each character of this movie that we're going to do we're all gonna throw the name that we feel is the best suited for that role and then we'll argue it out. And then we'll, we won't move on to the next one until we decide that, okay, this is the one that we're going to offer this part to. Uh, and the movie that we are going to do is very, very near and dear to obviously to me and AJ and DP, but it has become very near and dear to Marky too, because I did have him uh, watch it uh, during one of our other episodes when it was pick a movie. And that yes. movie is Clue. I know there have been in honestly within the last couple of years, there have been some rumors out there that people were kicking around about doing a clue remake and who are going to be the, uh, who's going to be the cast. Everyone was kicking around Ryan Reynolds as, uh, as Wadsworth. I really hope that's not the case. I love Ryan Reynolds. I just don't think that works, but we're all going to throw for each character. We're all going to, and there's, I mean, how many God Yvette, Miss Scarlet, Mrs. White, Mrs. Mrs. Peacock, Peacock, Mr. Green, Colonel Professor, Tom, Mr. Green. I mean, what is eight? Not, are, are we going to do Mr. Body? Yeah, why not? Of course. We're not, let's, do, not, would, let's not do the cook. Let's not do the cook. Yeah. Mr. Bo- Mr. Body has a speaking part. Yeah, let's not do the singing telegram or, or maybe cop, the cop. cop or the motorist. Let's not do any of those. Uh, but the basic like eight, nine, we'll, we'll do those. We'll all throw out who we think Mr. is best. Body and then we'll, killed the killed the just like we're in like an actual casting uh, uh, an actual casting room, we will decide who we're going to make the offers to for the movie. So uh, I think that's going to be a really, really fun. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be cool. Like I, I've done a little research myself. I know AJ and DP have been like researching it nonstop for two weeks. Yeah. I, I, they've been uh, Marky. I, I, I know you live uh, uh, not close to us. They've been badgering me for weeks about this. And it's, sure. it's, 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 it's been, it's been tough uh, for me. Um, yeah because i'm trying to ignore them because i don't i want to i want to know what they think on the night of the podcast but these two assholes keep throwing yeah they won't stop yeah like uh uh, when uh last weekend double m's birthday the two of them every two minutes they threw another one at me like i mean just stop but but uh something that that me and aj and dp talked about too is like we should do this for this should be like one of our kind of go-tos like we do with like pick a movie and director spotlights. This is something we should do. Um, yeah, recast a lot of and... older movies, you know, we've talked about, we can, we can recast, you know, yeah. one of the ones the I thought about Bride? princess bride. I brought up yeah, Glenn Gary, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Like there's, there, there's so many that we could, we could recast it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think next week will be a real blast. Um, so I, I hope everyone gets excited for that. I hope everybody loved Badness Madness. Uh, this was really fun for us. We will definitely do another tournament again. Probably we'll hold it till next season, uh, but we'll definitely do it again. And uh, DP, before we call it for tonight, will you just drop social media one more time, please? Hell yeah. Please uh, follow us on Instagram at Movie Council Pod. You like that? Mm. Just Instagram. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and- Fuck Twitter. <laughs> Cesspool. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and send us an email 
We are moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And if you are listening, especially on iTunes, please uh, rate and review the show. It helps us out tremendously. So, uh, yeah, just a quick review, a couple stars, don't matter. Just as long as you do it, it helps us out. So we so appreciate that. Just the attention alone. Yeah, please. Uh, so, uh, any anybody else get anything they get off the chest before we wrap tonight? Um, no, that's about it. No, no, I, they, I, the the champ the champ has been crowned. I'm happy, very happy about that. Can we? Uh, we'll, we'll we'll post that on our social media, uh, Instagram. We'll post it on Instagram yes. only. <laughs> and um, guys, I just want to say. Uh, great job on this tournament. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was just kind of uh, out of the gates. It was just kind of like this random idea that we've really done an awesome job with and really brought it to life. So great work from everybody on this. I'm uh, very proud of it. Very proud of the winner of it as well. And I will say for AJ, Marky, DP, for all of our listeners out there, we love you. Please have a happy and safe new year. I know you can really can't fucking do anything this year. You can't really gather or do anything really fun. That doesn't mean there aren't things out there that could hurt you. So please be safe. Uh, uh, for Again, for all of our listeners, please hug your family. We love you. Uh, have an amazing new year, and we will talk to you in 2021. Good night, everyone. Good night, y'all. Good night. Love you, Mom. I can never decide whether I think Nicolas Cage is a good actor. I'll I'll answer that for you. He's not. (laughs) The movie council is adjourned.